0: That wasn't the same. I don't know how to do this.
1: <laughs> I was just how, getting intrusive okay. thoughts that are like, fuck it up on purpose for no reason.
0: <laughs> I have that every podcast. Do you want to try again?
2: Let's try f- 50.
0: Had, what, like, count in your head? Uh,
2: okay, then <laughs> not.
0: Yeah. You have to, you have to give me second.
2: Chess, are you on time that is?
0: What? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Let me I left to go to the bathroom and now I'm confused.
3: <laughs> Excellent cold
4: open?
0: <laughs> this open is uh, freezing right so now. Uh,
3: uh pull up pull up your browser and just go to
0: Is okay cool having a novel one
5: <laughs> books this is a book that came out in uh the year 2000 the third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books in the novels write the book in the first book books in the uh, books books the fifth book is about to come out two books in the books he does that in the books too Hello and uh, welcome back to A Song of Babies and Puppies, the number one rated uh, Song of Ice and Fire Revealed podcast founded in 2020. My name is Rainer and uh, the quality of the audio for I've been getting has been frightful. And uh, with me today are uh, three of our regular hosts and a guest. So uh, please introduce yourselves.
0: Hi, I'm Chaz, and I've been cursed by the red comet.
1: My name's Emmanuel. I don't. I didn't come up
2: with a nickname. <laughs> There's always one. Uh, hi, my name is Yanosh, aka Sir Lancel Turtle.
3: Ooh. Hey, yes. I'm Sarah. Uh, and I'm hold on. I forgot what my nickname was. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm Sarah and AKA Mark Marin Trant.
5: Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we all it's super on point today. It's, it's amazing.
3: Our brains are huge.
2: I think some of us might have just finished the last chapter, like, right now. Fresh so, on the mind,
3: baby! Like, yeah, fresh on the mind. Yeah. You can just spout that shit from the
1: dome now. I'm usually like that, but I actually finished them, like, on Thursday somehow. I don't know. How. Yeah, same.
2: I was, like, I was coming uh, along pretty good, like, in the first few chapters. And then I was like, okay, I'm a few days behind, but, like, I still have the weekend. And then Animal Crossing came out. And then I just yeah. didn't read until like today.
3: Yeah, it was imperative that I finish the chapters before Animal Crossing. But God, these—I think I genuinely think that this like this bushel of five chapters is probably like my favorite sequence of chapters, just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, in the books, like the I, books. I, 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 take that take that statement with a grain of salt because I really don't remember. Uh, Feast for Crows or Dance with Dragons too well. Really? It's been like eight years since I read them, and I've smoked a lot of weed since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just really love these chapters. Like the Jon one's great. The Arya is one of my like all time favorites. I love the Sansa here. It's it's all just mm, delicioso. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: It's definitely like a cascade of dramatic moments from yeah. the point where Ned gets arrested, just downwards. It's all it's all a slippery slope from here. I think.
1: Yeah. Grim's like really showing off his pacing Chaps here
2: I mean these chapters are like I agree with uh, all of y'all These are some of the best chapters um, He has Written uh, Definitely maybe the best chapters we have Talked about so far But also just let me say These chapters fucking suck There's so many things in them happening That suck to read
5: about (laughs) Yeah Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, The uh, the Starks really Not not having a good time in, in this one
2: they're just, yeah. they're just straight up not having a good time. No. Mm
4: hmm.
5: Listen, listen, Ed,
3: listen, Eddard's. Listen, Ned is 0 2 against. When he brings his men against Lannisters. Surely he will reverse sweep and go 3 2 after this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just how booking works. He brings 8 men. He can still win this.
5: Yeah. Sure.
3: <laughs> here's, here's how Eddard can still win. <laughs> yeah.
1: here's how Eddard can
3: still
2: win. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, that's for next week.
1: That's for the next five books or whatever.
2: Yeah, they're all about how Eddard wins. I actually, I, did I, uh, did I read uh, the fucking uh, text at the back of the book last episode? I was going to do it, but I probably forgot. I don't think so. I don't I remember, remember that. The text no. at the
3: back of the book? Do you mean the
2: part where it says George R. R. Martin is the number one year time's best-selling author, et cetera? Et cetera? Yeah, that's part. I, m- I might have a different uh, copy, but in mine, it's like, you know, the summary for the book that's uh, that's at the back of the book. That's like, uh, so it says, as Warden of the North, Lord Edith counts it a curse when King Robert bestows to him the office of the... And his honor weighs him down at court where a true man does what he will, not what he must, and a dead enemy is a thing of beauty. The odd gods have no power in the south. Stark's family is split and there is treachery at court. Worse, the vengeance mad heir of the deposed dragon king has grown to maturity in exile in the free cities. He claims the iron throne. So they fucking build up Viserys as the big final boss <laughs> of these books.
1: There's a couple of things in there that I don't like.
0: A lot of spoilers in that really.
3: Uh looking at the back of my book, um uh there's like a paragraph of Puff that's just like, you know, George R. R. Martin made a genuine masterpiece, blah 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 blah. But the actual summary is in a land where summers can last decades and winter's a lifetime trouble is brewing. The cold is returning and in the frozen wastes to the north of Winterfell sinister and supernatural forces are massing beyond the kingdom's protective wall. At the center of context lie the Starks of Winterfell a family as harsh and unyielding as the land they were born to. Sweeping from a land of brutal cold to a distant summertime kingdom of epicurean plenty, here is a tale of lords and ladies, soldiers and sorcerers, assassins and bastards, who come together in time of grim omens. Amid plots and counterplots, tragedy and betrayal, victory and terror, the fate of the Starks, their allies, and their enemies hangs perilously in the balance as each endeavors to win that deadliest of conflicts, the Game of Thrones. (laughs) Mm.
2: Soldiers and sorcerers?
3: So the thing that they do, there, they do there. They say lords and ladies. So that yes, that's kind of it's it's binaryistic, but it, it's a dichotomy.
5: Sure, soldiers and sorcerers.
0: I mean, yeah. I
5: guess. But that's that's the two classes. Yeah.
0: When you play the Game of Thrones, you soldier or you sorcerers?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Soldiers and Sorcerers sounds like like a like uh, the what they would call Dungeons and Dragons in like a knockoff yeah. track where they couldn't actually say yeah. the name Dungeons and Dragons. They're just listing uh-huh. off
1: all the classes you can pick.
5: <laughs> Lord, Lady, soldiers, bastard. Or Soldier, Bastard. bastard.
3: So it's p- picking a bastard is like when you pick uh, a defiled in Dark Souls. It's just like the shittiest class, and you start with nothing. You
1: start with a wooden plank shield and a club.
3: Yeah, yeah, and
1: you're
2: naked. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can think of characters for all of these, but who's the sorcerer in this book? I mean, Doris.
1: they call various uh, magician or whatever a bunch of
2: times. Uh,
3: yeah. Is Miriam Mir- Mazdoor?
5: Yeah. How could I forget about Mazdoor?
3: You know what's
1: funny is uh, I look at the back of my book that I paid for, and it just says Otterbox.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say mine says nothing, my very legal ebook that I got, so I just sort of have to have to guess what's in it, I guess.
2: And that's how it goes. So let's start with the John chapter.
3: Wait, 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 before we
0: get into that, I was just gonna
3: ask if y'all have been reading anything have y'all been like reading anything else or doing anything else in this time of quarantine to pass the time, besides Animal Crossing.
0: Every time I get up I, I open my copy of Orientalism for my, my <laughs> master's degree and then I read a page and then I close it again.
2: It's a good book, though. Mm.
0: <laughs> I hope so. One day I'll finish it.
2: I, I have read all of it. I read like two chapters of it that we needed for our assignments and I liked it. But, like... I,
0: I pretend I've read it a lot in essays.
1: The only change to my routine is that I'm playing Diabolical instead of Quake Live now.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I, I started reading One Piece.
2: How do you so
4: like it?
3: It's, it's good. I, I've I've tried on multiple occasions to read and watch One Piece, and I never really get that far, mainly because I never really had an actual like app to read it on. Because all my all my manga reading is on my phone. But now that yeah. like now that Viz and Shonen Jump have both like sp- have both like given you an app where you can just like pay like a couple of bucks a month and just read their entire back catalog. Like I'm giving Viz I'm giving the Viz app two dollars to read all one thousand chapters of One Piece.
0: Nice. When I was a teen, I read all of Bleach, and it was a mistake.
3: <laughs> hey, only some of that was a mistake. Bleach is good, <laughs> up until it's not.
0: Uh, uh-huh. What, when's that? The fourth chapter? I maintain I,
3: I maintain <laughs> that Bleach... I, I very much enjoyed Bleach up until the end of the Soul Society arc, which yeah, is... Yeah, I, like think, the I fr-
0: think that's fair. That's fair.
3: Like, what's that? The first, like, 16 volumes or something? I, uh, I really I like know. that stuff. but okay sorry 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 to manga talk speaking of like
1: rolling a character whenever you like are a kid and you're just like you randomly fall into watching one of the like either naruto one piece or bleach like and then you get to 25 and you're like man i i watched bleach i gotta (laughs) 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 re-roll
0: that that's my experience (laughs)
2: <laughs> See, for for me, it was like I haven't watched any anime as a child before I got in, got to be like a pretentious teen and started watching Cowboy Bebop, and it was good.
3: That's
0: that's classic.
3: Cowboy Bebop was the first show I watched from start to finish, and then uh, I didn't really watch much anime, I don't think, uh, after that for a while. And then when I got went to college, I was really depressed, and I watched all of Evangelion in like two days. Oh.
0: Everyone in my class got really obsessed with watching Vampire Night. Um, but then they all Ooh. they all stopped when it got really incesting.
2: <laughs> and that's like a lot of people's anime experience, probably. Um. Speaking of incest.
5: <laughs> How often can you make that segue?
2: <laughs> Does it happen in the John chapter, though? I don't remember anything about that here.
5: Sam and. We
2: start with a John chapter where John is eating breakfast.
1: Sam and John are brothers, so it's incest that they're boyfriends. Okay.
2: (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone in the Night's Watch fucks someone else.
3: How much do I have to pay you to unsay that? I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) 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 So, John eats some apple cakes and blood sausages for breakfast, and then Sam comes up to him, and he's really excited that uh, he'll be working for Mr. A-man And he doesn't have to train with Elisa anymore. He's very happy about it. And John is like, hey, good for you.
3: Yeah, they're they're boyfriends.
2: Yeah, it's good. We love it. It is very good. Then there, like, they evolves. What's his name? Gior asks if anyone wants to not do it uh, with uh, Seven. And uh, because they follow the old gods and he's like, I know, John, you do that. So I guess you want to go to the weirwood because we don't really have a godswood here. But there's a weirwood in the forest. Uh, and then Sam says, hey, I want to pray with my boyfriend. And it's actually very touching because he says, yeah. uh, you know, the, the seven were my father's gods and he sucks. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the the uh he says the night's watch is my house now, Sam said. The seven have never answered my prayers, perhaps the old god's will. Yeah.
5: He be- he becomes half atheist.
3: Who's that? Who's <laughs> that one philosopher who said it's like it's better to like believe in god just because if you don't believe if you believe Pascal's in god, Wager. Ah, uh, uh, yes, thank you. Pascal's Wager. Thank you very much. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Which absolutely doesn't work because if you followed you you should, like, follow as many cults as possible and practice as many religions as possible just to be safe.
2: Isn't this what Tennis says later? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely what Victorian says.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off from my conversation with God to take, to take up, to uh, answer a call from Yahweh. But Sam's really brave yeah, so here because this, he, like... Sam,
2: Sam rules in this chapter.
3: Yeah. Yahweh, by the way, hold on, I gotta jump back for just a quick thing to add to my joke. Yahweh is just God with, like, a a little mustache on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the evil goatee. No!
1: (laughs) Well, the, like, modern Yahweh isn't bad, but it it used to be the, like, storm God. That was, like, kind of a dick. But anyway.
2: He, He just put some pranks on humanity. Yeah. he's like, we talked about the an age of pods, but there's like the, the epic Abraham prank where he says uh, sacrifice your son and uh, then he yeah. says, just kidding
5: hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: he, said, he says you bit. won't
3: swing and then when Abraham, sw- when Abraham swings he's like, oh shit I wasn't serious bro, <laughs> bro, 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 bro.
0: It's like, whoa that's <laughs> fucked up were you gonna kill your son?
2: <laughs> where he just dumps a ton of water into the earth Mm-hmm. Just you know, prank. he,
3: he yeah. I, I, it's like the he got like the Littlefinger smirk after Littlefinger like meets Ned meets Ned at a brothel and is like, hmm, I fancy seeing the honorable Ned Stark in a brothel. Mm.
1: <laughs> he like destroyed two cities for being
0: too horny. I mean understandable.
2: Turn a woman into some salt. <laughs> so everyone is really excited to become a ranger.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Everyone's excited to become like a member of the Night Switch because uh yeah. Uh Jira says, yeah, you can now's your last chance to leave if if you want to and Oh right. But like where the fuck would they leave? Yeah.
1: They got kind of nowhere to go. Most people if they left like they'd have their hand cut off.
5: John especially would have the option. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't like even consider it. Like we get it from, from his perspective and
1: Well John thinks about it in his last chapter, uh, whenever he's like riding around on the King's Road before he goes to Mr. Eamon, he he thinks to himself like I could just leave, I'm not, uh, if I leave, it's not the same as other people leaving because they would, like, have to face the punishment yeah. of their crime, so, but he doesn't, like, really take the next step and kind of think about th- how that's a privilege.
2: I hope John won't get into this dilemma ever again in a Song of Ice and Fire where he has to choose whether to stay, uh... I mean,
0: it's a, it's a one-time thing, <laughs> yes <Yeah. mostly. laughs> you choose once. Um, just looking at my
3: book right now, um, I just realized that this is this is my third time through this book, and uh, I have been misreading Darion's name this entire time. I thought it was Darren, and now I'm just imagining him like an Eevee evolution. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my
1: totally legal copy of the like scanned pages of a book, the like image to text uh translated to Darkon a bunch of times. <laughs>
3: I am Darkon, and I am of the night.
2: Darkon fucking rules.
0: Darkon is what you get when it's nighttime and you're horny. Thank you.
2: Anyway, they're all really excited. Like John's really excited to become a ranger. Everyone says he's gonna be a ranger, and then they tell him he's to go with the stewards. And then he's really upset and mopey about it. And he's like, "What am I gonna wipe?" Uh. Gior Mormons arse now or what? <laughs> Am I
1: gonna do a poopy soupy montage now?
5: Sean's <laughs> T- to- toxic masculinity is showing.
2: And then Sam or like Sam uh talks to him and says, hey, "It's it's not the bad to be a steward and he's like, Yeah, it's not the bad for you. But like I'm the biggest swordsman in Westeros. <laughs> and he doesn't say that. <laughs> He does
1: say I'm like the be- I'm better at swords and horsing than anyone.
3: Well he does he does say he does say it than any of you, which is like he's he's being an entitled prissy fucker about it, but like yeah. on a, it's just speaking speaking solely technically, he is correct. Yeah. But also like uh Jon Snow gets owned and also like Darion responds to Darion says like it's not fair, and Darion responds like you know, have any of you seen? I think you should leave the the Netflix series. Yes. You know that. You know the one that sketch where the they're like they have intervention in the in the person's house that they bought
0: the, from, the, like, Gar- a clown the Garfield house.
3: Yes, the Garfield house. Thank you. Yes, and just like everything she says is like she's she's interjecting the Garfield house into every sentence. Yes. Like did, John's like it's not fair, and Darian's like, well, some girl said that I raped her, and that wasn't fair. Deuces, yeah. and he rides off. <laughs>
1: He runs off to go cry into his pillow.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then Sam tells jo- tells John, like, D- "Look, t- don't don't you see what he's doing? He wants you to make his successor." And then John's like, "I didn't ask for that." And then Sam says, "Well, I didn't ask for this either. We're just making the best of our situation." And then John uh has the same moment he had like earlier with Was it mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He, 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 like, uh, recognizes his privilege again and says, Wow, Sam is the better person this time. What's
1: this line uh, a little bit before that that says, uh, John's rage was such that he would have smashed the wall in an instant and the world be damned? Huh, I wonder if that means anything.
3: Almost certainly not.
2: Yeah, and then they go to the weirwood. They just go out. Uh, Bowen Marsh accompanies them. Um... <laughs> Sam is, like, real worried. John is, too. John is also worried. It's, like, b- bad vibes out there.
5: Yeah, I mean, It's the first time they go north of the wall, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Significant.
2: And then they say their vows together. Um, they say, night gathers, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father, no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory, I shall live and die at my post, I am the sword in the darkness, I am the watcher on the walls, I am the fire that burns against the cold, the light that brings the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, the shield that guards the realms of men. I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch, for this night and all nights to come, and I wonder if any of this is gonna come, come up again.
3: Absolutely not. It would have been nice if, I, I, if that had ended with like I, I pledge my life to, to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come, and I'll be wrestling at WrestleMania forty-eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else happens? Uh, they say the. Oh, well, nothing
2: else happens. Ghost uh, just fa- finds a regular human hand.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a, not only just a regular. It's not even. It's not just a human hand. It, it's a regular one. <laughs>
0: Just a regular human hand.
3: What if it was doing like the the circle game? Like ghost walks out, and the the hand is just doing like the circle beneath the. Beneath its waist. <laughs> <laughs> and or what if it was a thumbs up, and it was Joe Biden's hand, and that was his evidence?
4: <laughs> well? Where's Joe Biden? <laughs>
5: Now we've dated the episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Joe Biden's blood does look like black worms in a cold flesh, like cold icy flesh.
3: <laughs> Bro, oh, wait, uh, Emmanuel, I need you to explain to me what it meant when Joe Biden's eye bled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, yes, this is like Euron's blood eye.
0: <laughs> it's a reflection of the blood moon, you see.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so it's like Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden killed Rom the vacuous spider and brought on the night. Yeah, that's why
1: he can't speak. He's just too flabbergasted by all the bullshit he's seeing all the time. All these monsters hiding in plain sight all around him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he... Joe Biden, Joe Biden can see the amygdala dangling from our buildings.
1: <laughs> Every time he just loses his train of thought because he has seen a new terror. <laughs>
3: he gained He gained insight by consuming a madman's knowledge and has to be quiet for a minute while he takes in his new terrors
1: yeah he he went into the circle the cabal of you know the one percent and he partook of the uh fetus uh cells and
3: it gave him all the insight yeah he ate, he ate, he ate the one third umbilical cord
0: okay chapters chapters we're, we're doing that chapter by chapter so we can speed up the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm
3: playing a lot of bloodborne i got into do a tear
1: Are we gotta have a five-hour episode before we move to the only three chapters a week
0: <laughs> they're gonna be the same length i fully believe they'll be the same length
5: yeah finally we have time to, to get into some tangents and not like, yeah. keep it together and, like, really tight no,
2: all this <laughs> all this led to is that we talked less about the chapter and more about other bullshit in the same time. It's
5: fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright. Great right now. Uh, uh what happened? What's our next chapter?
5: Yeah, yeah, from like one absolutely regular hand to another, uh we are getting into, <laughs> <laughs> into Edward's chapter who is uh, planning to execute this absolutely uh, waterproof plan of oh, wait, the sh-
4: throw.
1: I just thought of something yeah. on the other hand.
5: On the other
1: hand. The other, the other hand.
0: The other hand. Oh. Oh, wait, wow. hands. <laughs> hey, anyway, go on.
5: <laughs> do, do you remember when Joe Biden licked his wife's hands on, like, the puppet
1: I didn't see that one, but I believe it. No? <laughs> no, you, I remember that.
5: Didn't see that picture where just licking her fingers?
4: Oh my god.
5: Like, at the, at the speech. like she's she's standing there with with her arms like uh outstretched to the side and he's just licking her fingers. Okay.
1: <laughs> what if Bernie came up behind Joe Biden with a knife and put it to his throat and said, You shouldn't have trusted
5: me <laughs> I mean I uh, I would already vote for Bernie, but that would absolutely convince me <laughs> I think that
2: would be like voter fraud if you voted for Bernie.
1: All right, Raynor, what happened? Tell us. Oh, no, I know.
4: I didn't want to see it. No. You're welcome. Did you
1: post the true I picture? <laughs> I did not consent to this scene. Raynor, tell me what happened in Ned's chat there.
5: All right. Uh, so Ned is uh, is seeing that uh, a lot of his uh, of uh, parts of his plans are breaking away, but he does uh, pretend to not see it. He gets up in the morning and he sees Lannister men uh, training right outside his window and thinks, "Oh, that's that's weird." What why are they like uh, doing a show of strength like that? Probably nothing. He wonders why Cersei hasn't fled the city. Probably means nothing. Then he decides to have uh, breakfast with his daughters and. Uh, don't tell them any details about what he's planning and uh, just says, Oh, everything's fine. Like, uh, you will go on your ship and uh, sail back to, to Winterfell and everything's fine. No, don't uh, don't talk to the Lannisters. Don't uh, go to Joffrey, please, and say goodbye. But without any explanation to sense why he's doing that. So he's he's doing great so far. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Mister Pycella comes and tells him that... Uh, that Robert has died uh, during the night. Semper funny. Semper funny, yeah. <laughs> he had it coming.
3: RIP, Bobby B.
1: Moment, what do you say on the one? The momento? Memento? Pokemori. There you go.
3: <laughs> Robert Baratheon is Pokemon going to die. <laughs> now, Robert Baratheon is Pokemon going to hell.
0: Robert Baratheon, rest in two pieces. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a pair of side-by-side gravestones. Gra- 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 <laughs> I.P. Robert Baratheon, top half. I.P. Robert Baratheon,
0: ass half. It's one gravestone, but it's been cut in half down the middle, and it's, like, slightly apart. Hot
5: dog style, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Ned wants to cry, but he doesn't allow himself to because he's sand and he has to keep it together. That's, that's kind of a theme, right? Like, Starks uh, not allowing themselves to cry. I think we had that with... Uh, uh, yeah because they're and, and, stoic and Catholic uh, yeah,
3: yeah and hypermasculinity is a limiting uh, narrative
5: just cry but mm-hmm. damn it I mean
2: yeah I did just record a podcast about Sufjan Stevens song where he says I cried myself to sleep last night and I stand by saying that it's a good thing to do
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. S- sometimes you just gotta
0: not me <laughs> <laughs> never cried
3: could it be me Ch- Chaz's tear ducts are calcified.
0: Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just—I'm made of stone by this point. I've covered myself in clay and I've baked myself in an oven. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. Then next uh Ned uh, summons the uh, the members of the small council. So uh, Berestan, Littlefinger, Varys, Pycelle, who's already there, uh, to his chamber and uh, and opens uh, Robert's will with. Uh, like uh, as few as few witnesses as possible. Very good idea. Uh, then he says, <laughs> "So you're with me, right?" And they sort, kind of say, ah, "Yeah, sure." Uh, he also doesn't explain uh, any anything he is planning or uh, that, like Joffrey is uh, is point of insist and that he wants to to back Stannis. So mm-hmm. again, very good politicking.
1: Did uh, Did anyone not show up?
5: Oh, yeah, uh, Randley left during the night. Uh,
2: Randley just fucks off.
0: Kay, come back and explain.
5: Also, not not very good in, in Ned's eyes, but still, it's gonna be fine, I think. He pretends to not see it again.
2: He has counted on like 100 swords from Randley.
5: Yeah, so he says, well, we don't have 100, but I have 8. I think that's, <laughs> that's probably enough to escort me. Uh, well he is he's summoned to the uh, to the throne room and goes with his escort of uh, very powerful eight men again and yeah uh cersei uh and joffrey have already like set up the throne room with uh, with all the king's guard that uh, that are uh, still left and uh, lannister guards and uh, the city watch is posted everywhere and uh, Ned thinks, okay, this is fine. Like everything's according, uh, going according to plan.
2: You can always trust General Slind.
5: Absolutely. I mean, why why wouldn't you? And, and uh, I mean, he's he's uh, uh, he was bought by Littlefinger, and uh, why wouldn't you trust Littlefinger, right?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: There have been a few hitches in that's plan, but overall, it's all no, all still fine. going fine. Just
1: I've just cooked up a, a joke in in my uh, my brain pot. Um, Alright, All right.
5: let's hear In the it. Joke Factory.
1: Yeah, uh, Cersei was Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> is, is
4: this the whole joke?
0: I'm hearing,
3: I, I, I'm hearing reports that Cersei was Chuck Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor come out.
2: I have, like, uh, plugged this show to, like, friends who know nothing about post-Game of Thrones.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah. well too bad they're in for, they're in for a treat yeah.
3: Cersei Cer- Cer- was post Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs>
5: so yeah Cersei uh, and Joffrey demand that uh, they, they swear fealty to him as a new king uh, then Ned comes out with his uh, with uh, Robert's will and says no 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 I'm protector of the realm until like Joffrey comes of age then Cersei just takes the will and rips it up and says oh, no I'm not having this
3: yeah, she grips. She grips it and rips it and says, "We got a yep. new king, baby. Hail to the king!"
1: And then she puts on sunglasses.
3: Yeah,
2: and then everyone says, Yas queen."
3: <laughs> wow, girl boss! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was girl boss?
5: Women on top.
3: Hermione Granger.
5: Some art from the from the wiki I just posted in our channel. Oh, of, uh, hot. of this exact yeah, this exact scene. First of all, I was mad because. Uh, Cersei's uh, outfit is uh, described in detail as like a, a green dress with uh, with white. Uh... Uh-huh.
0: In the picture, she is tearing it. She is tearing it at the correct angle to see her breasts,
5: and she is very close to nip slip th- territory here. I think.
0: Those- yeah, <laughs> those are some
3: like. Speaking as someone who has owned um, many many pairs of fake breasts to put in bras for padding, those are the fakest looking breasts I've ever seen in art. Like those 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 really just look like fucking chicken breast cutlets that she slapped on her chest and put inside her dress.
0: Cersei's no fool. She's heavily contoured and she's she's got the boob tape in. She's got it. She's got it. (laughs) Absolutely,
5: there there is some double sided tape involved here. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's she's secure
1: counterpoint Ned is looking hella buff in the background
0: is that is that supposed to be, is that supposed to be Ned
1: I think so it's got a wolf medallion
2: why did they like cut off his half of his face
1: I don't know but look at those all <laughs> it's <arms>.
0: foreshadowing
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god spoilers good <laughs> god
3: his arms are thicker than his head
1: that's the way I like. It. His fore—his
3: forearms hot. look diseased. His forearms look like infected and swollen. He got stung by bees while playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> those aren't those aren't the
1: folds in his clothing. Those are his veins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should see a doctor then, probably. <laughs>
5: All right. So Cersei's uh, tits out, uh, ripping up ripping up documents, and Ned feels forced to. Well, okay. Uh, if if. Uh, this doesn't go uh doesn't go very easy uh i'll have to force the issue and he says well uh stannis is, is the true heir and uh city watch uh please arrest cersei and her children but uh, make sure nobody's hurt but uh, trophy isn't having it and is screaming kill them all so basically there's there's a standoff for maybe a few seconds and uh then the city watch turns on Ned and uh kills all of his eight men he has with him and uh Littlefinger is uh, cool Joker and uh, puts a dagger to his to his throat and says, uh, "I did warn you not to trust me." <laughs> <laughs> Was that a other voice?
2: That's my favorite Littlefinger voice we've had.
5: <laughs> no, that, that's like how Littlefinger sounds in oh. at least in my head.
2: I love it. Well, I don't love it. I actually hate it. But he, Littlefinger, has like doesn't appear in most of this chapter and gets one line, and he still has to be like that.
1: Well, he's he's in most of the chat He's, he's, he's in, at the council
2: he's in meeting. The meeting before, oh, he's just yeah. saving up his one line.
3: Yeah, he's charging his all. You know, it would have been really funny if none of this had worked, because Ned actually listened to Littlefinger, and then, like, later, Little, Cersei was to Littlefinger, like, why the fuck didn't he go along with it? And thing was like, I mean, I I kind of told him not to trust me. Like, I, I may or may not have like suggested that, that might be a smart thing to do, but I had I had to be slick about it. I had to be low key yeah. nutty with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is the, kind of the yeah. thing I talked about with like whenever Ned gives the City Watch uh, like fifty men, he could have just replaced like all the officers and uh, yeah, made them his men. Yeah. yeah, his own men. And then there wouldn't really be this issue of uh, having to pay them for loyalty. Mm.
5: Mm.
4: <sighs>
2: well, yeah. we all make mistakes.
5: I wonder, where are like, his 50 men in the city, watch? They're vibing. I mean, it, it, it would have been quite, a. I mean, not an, an insignificant portion if, uh, if that like, made a difference that it gives them 50 men, right? I think there
1: is 100 gold cloaks in the room. At huh. least. So it could have been half
5: of them, I guess. They kinda disappeared from the story, I'd say. Yeah.
2: Let's pour one out for uh Fat Tom at this point and also for Varley? And Kane?
5: Kane? Yeah, we hardly knew them, yeah.
2: <laughs> Fan favorite characters.
3: Where where is the, where is where is one's breastbone by the way? Uh it's your like co- uh, your sternum.
1: It's right in between your ribs at the front.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty deep cut to be opened from shoulder to breastbone. If these guys are wearing chainmail, by the way, these slashes don't do... That doesn't work that way. Counterpoint. Counterpoint, (laughs) the hound has a big sword.
5: (laughs) Also, I don't know if you can just hack off someone's hand without it being, like... Braced against something? Placed placed somewhere, yeah. Otherwise, I think you would, would maybe just... Break the wrist and slap the hand away. They flight lightsabers.
3: Bones. I I, I like to. Im- I, env- I envision. Um, unless otherwise explicitly stated, I envision uh, every character in the Song of Ice and Fire to be very much like every character in Final Destination, where there's no bone structure. It's just meat all the way, all the way down. It's <laughs> just jelly. Yeah. yeah. It's just, all it is is jelly and gu- all it is is jelly and guts.
5: It's
1: just a ballistics jelly that the MythBusters use. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like
5: a, it's like the 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 censored uh, JoJo version of the characters, where they're just like red jelly inside. Whenever they yes. they lose any part of their body,
3: um, I, I bring this up whenever I get the chance to. But uh, in Final Destination four, I think so that would be the Final Destination. There's a scene where a guy gets like. Uh, like rammed into like a chain link fence with enough speed that the chain link fence like oh uh, yeah. yeah
5: I remember but that the thing
3: about the thing about that that's really funny to me is that like you see str- like he has like chunks of meat fall off of him because he gets diced by the chain link fence you see straight through him like in the middle of his body and there's no spine it's just meat there's no
0: bones me too
3: series <laughs> station's a good series of movies and I
0: I think
2: bones are <laughs> fake anyways
0: bones
2: how can
1: bones be real if
0: um our teeth aren't real
1: you can't see them
0: well
3: zero C- <laughs> teaches Serial teaches us that some bones are real in this next chapter
2: i guess some bones have rights yeah i i just think it's why that this entire chapter is five pages
5: yeah, yeah. i thought this, there's so much like you have treason and a lot of deaths and
2: like, it starts out... Okay, so in uh in Blades in the Dark and Fortune in the Dark games, there's, like, this thing where before you make a dice roll, the GM is going to say what position you are in. So it's, like, either controlled, if it's, like, you know, that's the best one, then there's risky, and then there's desperate. And then if you fail rolls, it might lead to, you know, your position worsening throughout the entire chapter. And that just, like fails all of his roles
3: yeah ned Ned starts from like uh what's the second it's like controlled and there's also like the what you stand to gain like the it's like the small medium and large thing yeah it's
2: risky Um, is the mid position
3: right but he he's like i'm talking about the other thing like there's there's controlled risky and desperate but then there's also like oh
2: yeah there's also like what effect you get so
3: yeah do you remember what those words are off the dome it's not that important
2: i don't remember right now
3: that's that's fine. But um Ned is just like okay, it, it, like to be like okay, uh so you're in a controlled position and you've got a fair amount to gain here. Uh, go ahead and just roll me a couple of dice there, and then he just fucks up like five rolls in a row. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 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 ones all the way down. It really is. I
1: mean, like a lot of the mistakes that we've pointed out as far as his like decisions, they're like on their own they would be, you know, not much, but together plus like him uh quitting the hand position like right when when he does obviously little finger leads him into that trap and uh yeah withholds that information from him the entire time so they has something to you know as a bargaining chip later to like because he you know ned was about to fucking leave and he's like well if you're still here i have another clue that i didn't tell you but yeah anyway so there's just like all of these things have to come crashing down, and like, obviously, yeah. Ned has to like, he makes some dumb decisions, or like, doesn't use as much power as he could have, or like, throws weight around as much as he could have. But there's so many things that have to happen. There's like, yeah, George, George's thumb is we, on the scales, as they we've say. have all
0: we've all made similar mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Who among us really? Mm-hmm. Who among us could say that we would not make the same choices as Ned as Ned Stark?
3: Nedward Stark. Nedward Stark.
5: I mean, we also have to say that he is probably like uh, partly drunk, partly uh, oh, yeah. on yeah, of the puppy the whole partly time. High. Yeah. This yeah. Time, so uh,
3: <laughs> I keep for- I keep forgetting about that, but that Ned is like uh, Ned is like su- fucking zooted out of his mind in yeah. these chapters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean he's also been to this particular day he's been up like the half the night he yeah. he like mm. slept at his desk for a little bit and then he's woken up like at 6 a.m or whatever by the horses outside to the he's, Lannister's he's train.
5: constantly he's constantly in pain from his leg yeah like mm. it's mentioned yeah. all the time so yeah it's excusable that he's not uh Thinking, uh, thinking too straight all the time.
3: Ned's a fucking trooper for ma- for yeah. managing through on that. I I fucked up my leg really badly mm. uh, a couple years ago, and it was well. I think I'm very grateful that I had uh, painkillers, which Ned <laughs> does not have. All he has is all he has is opium,
0: which I have been on, um, and it's, it's pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've been on opium, you said.
0: Okay, no, I've just been on lots of codeine okay. um, oh. while working. Did you,
5: did you commit any treason while being on it?
0: No, not, not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only mild treason, which I'm always yeah. committing against the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> just killed a swan and ate it. You know,
5: <laughs> <laughs> Is that like some, some bullshit, fake uh, urban myth, or does the Queen really own all the swans in England?
0: No no she owns them you're not allowed okay. to you're not allowed to kill them
5: uh, okay. or eat
0: them. Huh. I mean it's good that you're not allowed to
3: kill swans. <laughs> yeah. But that's I mean, a really weird reason. What for if people it's to kill swans. what if
0: it's self defense?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if we have to turn to them as a food source during a general strike?
0: Uh exactly. Uh the swans will be the first to go along with all the seagulls in Cardiff although they're probably very diseased but I will still eat them.
2: What if you kill the banned swans?
0: Um, but who's the moral arbiter of swans? Like, who decides? Who who weighs their hearts
3: against uh, who against their own feathers when they yeah get to weighs it against hell?
0: who weighs it against the swan feather to see how many lies their heart has told?
3: Yeah, <laughs> they they, spe- <laughs> they specifically pluck a feather from the swan in question exactly. <laughs> <for the way. laughs>
2: All right, let's move on to Arya having a great time.
3: Um, yeah like, like I said this is like uh, my favorite chapter definitely in this book and like one of my favorites across the entire series um, but so we start with Arya and Sirio having a dancing lesson and Sirio is just shouting out like directions and Arya is playing DVR along to them <laughs> uh, uh, but then he's but then he but then Serio shouts right but the button prompt is for left and Arya goes and Arya listens to him going right instead of the button prompt and she gets smacked in the side um, and she says, the bruise is a lesson, she told herself, and each lesson makes us better, which is also what I say to myself whenever my friends beat me in fighting games. <laughs> um... Sirio tells Sirio tells us a funny story about a fat cat that he once saw because he was like uh, met with the Sea Lord, and uh, shortly after the first sort of bravos had died, and the Sea Lord was like, "Hey, my friends me th- brought me this creature from a far off land. What do you think of it?" And Sirio is like, "Seems like a regular old cat." And the Sea Lord is like, "You saw through my trick. You're the first sort <laughs> of bravos now."
0: <laughs> what if he was terrible at swordsmanship? Yeah, <laughs> he was terrible.
3: He was terrible at of shit, but incredible at tricks.
5: Can you can you imagine going to into a job interview and like the the head of HR just sits there with a cat on his lap and <laughs> says, tell, tell me what this animal is? <laughs> me, and me, you will you, you, you will get our sysadmin position.
3: I I don't I I don't give a shit about how much you know about SQL. Tell me about this cat. <laughs> 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 but um, it, it's just a fat fuck cat with uh. With that with like short ears and i uh, uh Siri was just like, Yeah, so the king the, the Sea Lord told everyone like, Oh, this is got this is a girl cat and, but it was obviously a boy cat and people would say like, Oh, its ears are so tiny, even though they were like gnawed on and Siri was like, So that's how I that's how I epically owned them with my brains and with my facts and logic <laughs> and became the first sort of Bravos.
2: Can I just say something else I love about this cat story? Is that uh apparently the the thing the Sea Lord told everyone about them is that it's the greatest cat ever because look at its magnificent size. Like he was like, look at the size of this lad
4: <laughs>
5: Absolutely.
0: That's, that's a real unit
3: yeah well well, the sea Lord doesn't say that the, the line from the thing from Serio says the cat was an ordinary cat, no more. The others expected all the fabulous beasts, so that's what they saw. How large it was, they said, yeah, it was no larger than the other cat <laughs> Only fat from indolence. For the sea lord, fed it from his own table. I, I really like that little detail about the sea lord, like just feeding mm-hmm. his fat fuck cat. It's
1: <laughs> good. I'm gonna put it on my resume: proficient in Excel uh, and identifying cats.
3: <laughs> have y'all seen the uh, the fat cat from Final Fantasy 14? Uh I've not. Uh, this is the cat that I'm imagining the entire time. Hold on, I'm gonna post an image of it.
2: I can't wait to see that because the way I imagine it is like it's like Garfield but like from the very first Garfield comic where he smokes a pipe uh, this, is just, yeah. what, this yeah. is just what
0: I'm envisioning ah. <laughs> what tiny ears he has <laughs> he does have <that> tiny ears <laughs> oh the fat cat
3: from Final Fantasy 14 is one of my favorite things in the world I just accidentally closed my notes shit hold on <laughs> <laughs>
1: friendship ended with notes now picture of cat is my best friend now
3: <laughs> picture cat is my best friend but uh so syrio is like hey you gotta see with your eyes and hear with your ears uh and then Arya almost gets uh almost gets owned immediately for not listen, for not learning this lesson because uh Marin trant and a bunch of uh lannister guardsmen show up and uh they're like hey your dad wants to come with us. A- your dad wants to talk to you and she's like well that sounds about right and then she's about to go off and syrio's like wait why the fuck would your dad send Lannisters? And Arya's like, "It's a pretty good point." Well, well so Meryn Trant sa- says to her, "I'm a ki- I'm a sworn brother of the Kingsguard," and Arya's like, "So was the Kingslayer, you dumb shit." I'm leaving. Um, but then Syrio goes sicko mode and beats the shit out of them with a wooden stick. He breaks someone's fingers. There's a really good exchange between Meryn and Syrio where where Maren says, "You are quick for a dancing master. You are slow for a knight." Syrio replied. <laughs> <laughs> It is good. Yeah. Okay. So Cersei owning people, he's breaking hands, and Arya is. Uh, and Cersei's like, "Arya, Sirius like, Arya, fucking get out of here!" And she like she can't bring herself to run. But when Cersei's sword gets broken by Meryn Trant, uh, after after Cersei has owned every other member of the Lannisters who showed up, uh, Meryn Trent, the 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 the, uh, the boss of the level, is <laughs> like, uh, you, "You dealt with all of his cronies, and now he jumped down from the balcony." To actually deal with Serio, uh, he breaks Serio's sword, and Arya is like, "All right, I'm out. Bye." She runs, and this is like
1: uh, when you beat all of the like Grave Lord servants, uh, Red Ghosties, and then you get to his world, and uh, they've got a giant dad build, and they. Anyway, thank you for that. <laughs>
0: Did anyone? Um, did anyone ever play Beyond Good and Evil?
3: No. Yeah. Um. I played. I played a little bit of it.
0: Okay. Then this reference won't make sense, and so I'll we'll be quiet. Oh, just no, no. Throw it out anyways. Like that's that's the that's
3: the, that's the power of good podcasting. That's how I do it. That, all I do is just all I do is say references that no one gets.
0: So you know the bit in Beyond Good Evil where the alpha section are chasing you after you've stolen their sash and um, you have to, like, jump over a bunch of stuff and then, like, go through a window? It's like that.
1: Hell yeah. Agreed. Exactly to, like it,
3: that. It's exactly like that scene.
1: Has anybody else watched, uh, like, five minutes of gameplay footage from uh, that one, like old parkour game where it's all white and (laughs) mirror's (laughs)
0: edge
1: edge? (laughs) it's also like that
0: it's exactly it's exactly like mirror's edge i think
3: (laughs) (laughs) what else happens in this chapter uh so she she tries to get to the tower of the hand but she has to like take a roundabout way to get to it because she knows that the main pathway will be guarded uh, but when she gets to where she can see it, there's just, like, a bunch of corpses in front of it, and she's like, oh, that's probably not good. Uh, I should probably gonna... I should probably bounce. Uh, so she, uh, heads over to the stables. <clears throat> and, uh, she finds, uh, she finds my new favorite character, uh, really <laughs> excited to see what he does, A uh, Hulland. Uh-huh.
4: Uh,
0: yeah, he's really he's really cool. Love, love him. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He actually no, that's not true. I looked this up because I was like this. I, I, I when I was reading this, I was like, that's probably the first and last time that guy's ever mentioned. Uh, but it turns out he no. was one of the people in the party when uh, uh, they find the dire wolves. In, mm. in yeah. the, but way early on.
4: Yeah.
2: So he, he's been. He He was. So you know, we've if, had a lot of memories with him. Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> very many <laughs> memories. Um such as that time that he said that he didn't like the weather uh in Winterfell and also the time when he was bleeding out when Arya showed up. Uh uh so she shows up at the stables and it's like a fucking massacre there. She finds like, um, just a bunch of dead stable boys, uh, her father's household guard, uh, one of the corpses was Desmond, the same guy who said every northerner is worth ten of these southron swords, and um. Arya looks around and it's like a one-to-one ratio of, of <laughs> Lannisters and, uh, Desmond <laughs> one Lannister uh, per Desmond uh-huh, <laughs> uh, and she and she kicks his body and right, she kicks his dead body and he's like, you fucking liar piece of shit um but so she grab she goes to like the chest that's been they they've been packing their stuff to return to Winterfell in and she's like okay uh, I'm going to get some clothes and also my sword but then a uh, stable boy comes in and Arya does Arya does her first confirmed kill
0: yeah And it's, su- it's super epic uh,
2: Arya loves to kill and it's epic
0: yeah. yeah it's really cool I love child soldiers I think mm. they're like super epic
5: she kills him and just bothered it sick and then she tipex him and runs out and he the Lannisters.
3: Yeah, so arrowhorns play, uh, but um, the uh, the the, the scene where it shows, he, he's like trying to drag her away to the Lannisters, and she's like, "I'm not fucking going." Uh, and this line really jumped out at me. Everything Cyril Pharrell had ever taught her vanished in a heartbeat. In that instant of sudden terror, the only lesson Arya could remember was the one Jon Snow had given her at the very first. Uh, she stuck him with the pointy end, driving the blade upward with wild hysterical strength, which is also the fighting game thing that happens to me when I've spent hours in training mode and then playing against my friends, where everything goes out the window, and I just remember a standing light punch. Arya put on the red tearstone ring. All right, that's my last Dark Souls reference. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But I- I'm just going to read this next paragraph also. Um, Needle went through his leather jerkin and the white flesh of his belly and came out between his shoulder blades. The boy dropped the pitchfork and made a soft noise, something between a gasp and a sigh. His hands closed around the blade. Oh, gods! he moaned as his undertone began to redden. Take it out. When she took it out, he died. And Arya's, okay. like, immediately traumatized by this. Yeah. Like, she-, she she keeps going because she doesn't really have the time to be traumatized. But she is um. also, like, immediately having... Bad times about it. The
1: line that stuck with me is, "She had to get away someplace far from here, someplace safe, away from the stable boy's accusing eyes." Like, mm. yes,
3: <laughs> yes, I wrote that down as well. Jesus. <laughs> like... uh, we but so she's like, um, okay, I am going to go to that secret path. The she she found that she found that hidden wall earlier, uh, and she's going to go back there again. Um, but she has to, like, walk across the, uh, like, just walking across the yard, uh, before, and, like, this entire scene is just her, like, having to just be, play it completely cool, like, walking with confidence, not freaking out, because if anyone sees her freak out, she dies. Mm -hmm. But, so, she makes it across, yay, and she steals some candles from the sept, and she goes into the, the, the area where she saw uh, Illyrio and Varys speaking earlier. Yeah, she goes into that passageway and is like, well, that, this got me out of that red keep last time. Let's see if it'll work this time. She's really fucking scared, uh, in spite of the the farrell voices whispering into her, like, fear cuts deeper than swords and such. Um, but then she has a really nice memory of a time that she and... Uh, 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 Rob and Sansa and Bran all go into the crypts together as kids, uh, and then Jon jumps out of one of the crypts uh, covered in flour to is like and is like, "Whoa, I'm a
4: ghost!" And
3: Bran just like and Bran just starts fucking screaming. <laughs> I
5: w- I won't faint out of it.
2: Every time there's a Stark sibling memory, I'm like Selena face.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So pure. Um. Yeah, uh, and
3: to quote, and uh, to quote, the the memory made Arya smile, and after that, the darkness held no more terrors for her. The then st- uh, the stable boy was dead; she'd killed him, and if he jumped out at her, she'd kill him again.
0: Yeah, I highlighted that.
3: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really good line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she says she was going home. Everything would be better once she was home again, safe behind Winterfell's gray granite walls.
2: It's great that things are gonna look up for her now.
5: Can't wait for that.
3: She's been through a lot, but it's okay. She's gonna get home. She's gonna have some nice hot chocolatey milk and decompress. Maybe She's see a therapist a to, deal with the trauma of, to deal with the trauma of committing murder. She's going to relax mm-hmm. in the hot springs. Yeah, and then she just <laughs> goes deeper into the darkness, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah.
0: Ugh. What Oof. a chapter. Yeah, sort of the beginning of the real the real Arya journey that will always be right. horrible for the entire time. This
2: is where the real Song of Ice and Fire begins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Arya's story is like the dark souls of uh, a song of
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: right. I actually can't stop. I have a problem. Killing
3: um killing the stable boy is like when you have to mm, No, that doesn't
0: <laughs> I would say this bit this bit is like hitman in that she kills a guy and she has to escape.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's like when you kill that werewolf, definitely. it's sort of bloodborne.
0: Except the, except the werewolf is a poor stable boy who's just doing yeah, as he's the, told. Werewolf is
3: a poor sta- the werewolf is a poor stable boy who's accusing eyes haunt you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Arya was like my favorite character the first time I read this book. Like, uh, let me do the math. It was like seven years ago or eight years ago.
3: Yeah, that's about when I first yeah. read it too. I'm trying to remember who my favorite was. I think it might have just been Ned. Uh-huh. I was really upset and I was i, I well I, I was not really upset everything was good and happy
2: yeah and then uh, my, my point is that uh, then the show kind of poisoned me uh, and like show fandom and the way like Arya was represented in the media as like epic uh, epic feminism or
5: whatever yeah, yeah. epic feminist serial murder
3: Epic turning eighteen to fuck your boyfriend the night before the the long night singular.
2: Yeah, and of course she was on top in that scene.
0: Uh, uh. I just I hate to think about it. So bad. I don't know what you guys are talking
1: but,
5: about. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What, what no. series are you talking about?
3: <laughs> uh, uh, that was just that was just a shared hallucination of a nightmare <laughs> of. That was
5: okay. just a shared hallucination for mm-hmm.
2: It's still so hard to believe that that show happened and.
5: People liked it.
0: And it won so many awards.
5: And nobody's talking about it anymore.
2: But to close out on that thought, uh, now on my
5: third read of
2: this book, I'm I'm like back to, yeah, Arya is the best character. She's definitely
1: really good.
0: She's really well written, I think, as like a child's perspective. Um, yeah. And you can, you can sort of understand why she makes a lot of the decisions that she does make. But at the same time, you're, I don't know, it's good. Yeah,
5: it's a it's a really wild like child adventure, but with a lot of murder and death.
2: Yeah, yeah, because that's I think that's also what attracted me to her chapters, like in the first place. That it always has this adventure this like classic adventure story feel. But then there's like this.
1: There's a George hat on it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we we said that in one of the earlier episodes about how. Um, when her wolf attacks Joffrey, it's like that sort of fun adventure story thing, but there is real yeah. horrible consequences that happen. And it does yeah. sort of yeah. continue like that, mm-hmm. I think, for the rest of the story.
1: I also like the way that um, there's this balance between, like, obviously Arya doesn't have a lot of agency or a lot of control over like the larger situations, but she does have um, some, because Arya and Santa both, like, you know, through a lot of choices that they made over their lives, but, um... And it co- culminates in the moments when they choose, like, what to do, and, like, that basically sets up where they'll go after this whole th- thing. Like, yeah. Arya is with her dancing master, and that, and whenever she gets away from them, she doesn't think to herself, oh, I'll, like, go and surrender and act like a court lady. She's like, I'm fucking out. And Sansa... You know, chooses her path too. So it's like this nice, um, realistic balance of like not having a lot of control, but still having some agency.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, and Serio's alive, right? Hey. Yeah,
0: Serio's yeah, sure. alive. Yeah. Serio is um, uh, a, a faceless, faceless man. man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's um, Stannis.
4: (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) Sirius is just going to show up again at a later chapter and say hell to you.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to say one of his classic lines and wink and we'll all know it's him.
1: There is. I mean, so there's five long swords on the floor in that room now that he could (laughs) use. And if he gets to any of them... He has a realistic chance of beating Marin. I don't know if he like knows this fighting style. His fighting style might be like is kind of seems to be based more on like late Renaissance period fencing styles instead of like um, yeah. earlier medieval period. I of, like,
4: see.
1: Uh, yeah,
5: I mean the that bravos are like dueling all the time, right? That's kind of a kind of a thing for them. Yeah, and so they don't, don't wear armor.
1: I don't, anyway, if he grabbed a longsword, he could use it like a warhammer and smash Mayor Trant in the head, and also disarm
3: him. Smash the rubies out of his head, by which I mean the red stain, the red stained brain chunks out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Reven- <laughs> Revenge is bad, but, but...
0: <laughs> on the other hand, have you considered maybe it's good?
3: <laughs> Revenge, abolition for everyone except for Trant. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: does suck.
5: Alright, uh, we have another Stark sister experiencing all this.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's Sansa time. Sansa. Uh, which mean, which good means it's, it's my time yeah, to talk. Yeah, she's doing great. Yeah, so Sansa is in a locked room with Jane Poole, who is having a normal time uh, and keeps crying for her father. Sansa is above this, obviously, because even though she cried the first day, now she's super mature and she's not going to cry anymore. Um, there's a lot of fighting going on she hears sword noises and like the moans of dying men which I'm sure will leave her feeling very normal afterwards she wants someone to talk to her but no one will talk to her there's guards outside Jane was put into the room a little while after she was Um, uh, the bells toll which means that Robert's dead R.I.P. Uh, Sansa is worried for Joffrey and worried that her dad's dead, um, but she really wants to be queen still and she dreams of, of Joffrey. Uh, then Sir Boris Blount comes and she's like, wow, you're looking very gallant and handsome today.
3: <laughs> looking, looking strong, king. Keep your head up.
0: <laughs> and he's like, face unmoving. He's like, yeah, you look great. Cool, let's go.
3: Yeah, the uh, one is... And you, my lady.
0: Yeah, very normal.
3: Sir Hora said in a flat voice, her grace awaits. Come with me. Say, so, if I die, tell my wife. <laughs> I know her.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> his soul's just gone. He's a white confirmed. Um, so jumping back,
3: jumping back just a just a minute. There's a, a Sansa thing when uh the, when she's talking about the first day. Yeah. Uh, she mentions Jane Poole being like tossed into her room.
0: Yeah, so she's uh, been shoved in there.
3: Yeah, and she so she the line says Sansa dried her own tears as she struggled to comfort her friend. I wonder if that's like a theme or anything.
0: Yeah, there is this this thing about Sansa being strong when she needs to help other people, which is um, obviously not as important as her killing someone by giving them to dogs and watching them Uh die. But it's it's kind of important for her character. I'm a bitch. I'm (laughs) a. Hey, she needs uh, to become
2: a true player in the Game of Thrones. And to she's be a true player, yet.
0: you just have to really love to kill, um, which Sansa famously does.
5: I mean, what if she just went sicker mode when she heard the bells in this chapter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
3: Sansa hears the bells, and like there's a Final Fantasy summon of her, she jumps, of her dragon. She jumps on her third
5: spike and... and <laughs>
3: She jumps jumps on her. She jumps on her like flamethrower mounted uh, uh, dirt bike. Just like does six stunts over the rooftops of the city.
1: Sansa turns into a wolf with bat bat wings and just like goes ham. Mm, I'd
0: like that. Actually, that's her persona. Yeah, (laughs) persona bat wolf.
5: Her persona is a dirt bike. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay okay more importantly uh they go what could be
3: more important than sansa stark's persona <laughs> uh,
0: well i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you now okay uh, all right <laughs> he leads uh she gets taken to magus hold fast and there is a body impaled on some spikes and she's like that's not fun uh she gets summoned to the small council which cersei is presiding over um, she sees everyone. They're all watching her. She doesn't love it. She says Littlefinger looks at her as if he can see through her clothes, which is cool. I
3: your chair.
1: I don't know if yeah. you can hear my teeth grinding right now, but
0: <laughs> they are. Yeah.
3: Littlefinger does prison, uh, uh, revenge abolition for everyone except for Marin Trent, prison abolition for everyone except for Littlefinger. Littlefinger uh,
0: and Jora. Yeah. Yeah, and Jora. And Jora, obviously. We must mm-hmm. never forget that. Um, so the Queen is like yes. the Queen's like, how you've been? How how have you been? And Sansa's like, um, not amazing. Uh we have food.
3: Just kind of been vibing, practicing some social distancing. Yeah, yeah she's like,
0: <laughs> um, thank you so much for um social distancing me with Jane Poole. That's been really great. Although she keeps crying, uh, which I'm concerned about. So is her dad alright? Uh and San- uh, Cersei's very upset that Jane's in there because she can tell Sansa stuff.
3: Yeah, don't want that don't want that misinformation feed messed up. No.
0: Mm-hmm. San- Sansa asks about her dad, uh and Cersei's like, "Yeah, it's fine. Um little finger, you take Jane and do something with her." So
2: this uh-huh. was the part where my skeleton jumped out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I completely forgot about this, I yeah, think absolutely. last time I was reading.
5: Uh, I'd I'd like to yeah, forget Lord, about Lord it Yeah, Lord Peter
3: lean forward. I'll fi- I'll find a place for him. Mm. I'm like I hate the man with little I hate the man of little fingers so much. I'm doing the Pete yeah, Buttigieg just... like
1: strangle pantomime right now. Like whenever he <laughs> clenches his fingers, only it's justified
3: because it's you're little finger. After... <laughs> yeah, you're doing it to Little Finger. <laughs>
0: Uh. yep so that's fun um uh yeah cersei is like um sorry but your dad's a traitor so joffrey joffrey can't marry you uh and then the small council like talk about her in a really horrible way to persuade her to write a letter basically condemning um Yeah, they, they, they manipulate the shit out of her. Yeah, they're all like, Oh, you can't marry Joffrey because you're the daughter of a traitor and traitorousness is genetic, maybe. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Littlefinger's like, but she takes after Cat you know, look how hot she is. So she can't be a traitor. Uh, uh,
3: jail, jail, uh, jail, trick, trick, jail, jail, chair. You know how they might be giants who have done like uh albums about like science and alphabet and shit and yeah. math?
4: Uh-huh.
3: You know how one of the songs is Electric Car? Yeah, put a couple more letters Mm. in that one. Electric Chair on roads so dark. (laughs) Light up his hair with lots of sparks. Electric Chair.
4: It's
3: good. good.
2: What if the They Might Be Giant songs that are fingertips are actually about little finger (laughs) tips? Who's Don't talk about Littlefinger's tips. The
3: wall. It's Littlefinger. Uh,
0: okay. Um
3: God, I gotta I gotta go fucking listen to fingertips as soon as we're done here. Littlefinger little Littlefinger walks along darkened corridors, and the darkened corridors are just the a prison cell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Sansa says, I'm not a traitor, I'm great, I love Joffrey, please let me marry him. Um and then she's like what about your sister she's a traitor and she's like I'm nothing like my sister um I'm a good girl uh, uh, I'm
3: not I'm not, uh, I'm not epic at all yeah she's she like, like awesome.
0: I never I I've, I've said I was wicked as Arya last time but now I'm not now I'm good I'm not as wicked as Arya uh, it's
3: that it's that chihuahua it's that uh that chihuahua thing the me before I saw a meme gurr, Angie. me after I saw chihuahua me after I saw a meme
0: I, yeah. I'm okay. It's it's then revealed that Sansa went to Cersei uh before and told her that Ned was going to make them go home and so she sort of tipped her off leading yeah. leading to a lot of the uh, leading to a lot of the events that are currently occurring so
2: did Sansa post-cringe here? No, I wanna no. I wanna push
1: back against this. Cer- uh, Cersei, this didn't alter any of Cersei's plans except that she had Sansa in hand easier. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
5: I thought, okay. I thought the same because just from the from the timeline, it didn't really change anything. That Sansa went like from from breakfast to uh, to Cersei because the throne room thing is like an hour later or something like that. Yeah. Uh, if
1: you want to be a fucking idiot, dumbass, like woman hater, like idiot, and try to use this as like evidence for Sansa being bad or dumb or anything like that, you suck.
0: Oh no, that's completely wrong. Yeah, Sansa's is great. Did y'all see I'm that?
2: Paul by that one podcast where they were like doing a bracket of Song of Ice and Fire characters, and uh, in a recent one, Sansa was up against Davos, and Davos was winning.
0: That's oh, horrific. What is that? <gasps>
2: I don't even hate Davos, but
5: Yeah, I I like Davos too, but that's I'm like like medium
0: on Davos.
3: The problem is that Sansa is like one of the my personal favorite of the series. And also like better than Davos. I mean she's she's just more interesting character.
2: Yeah. Like there's so much more to her. She's Davos is mostly like a window into what happens with Stannis.
0: Yeah, which who cares about Stannis though? So. And uh, window into
3: what happens with Stannis, and also what it's like to lose the tips of your fingers. Yeah. Finger bones, that you keep in a pouch yeah. around your neck that you call <laughs> your luck, but you don't have any luck because your sons all fucking died.
0: It's important to remember that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen.
1: Hey, I really liked. I liked the part where Davos was a window into some nice crab stew.
4: Hmm.
3: I I, I did I did not like I did not like the part when Davos was a window into Melisandre's pussy.
0: <laughs> okay, so Cersei says.
3: Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I. I, I hate. I, I apologize for tooting my own horn, but I I get really ex- I get really happy whenever I hear someone's voice hit that. Just like okay, we <laughs> are moving on whenever I say something because I I, I am I am apparently very capable at making people make that sound.
0: I did. I, I need to mention here that Cersei at one point is mentioned to be wearing like this red and black dress with like corseting, and it she's basically dressed like a vampire right now, which I think is pretty good. Mm. It's pretty good. Huh. She's dressed um, like a Bolton. Yeah. Oh, Back yeah.
2: to the Twilight crossover we were picturing last time.
1: Aren't the rubies, like, tears? Because it's like a morning dress. Yeah,
0: it's full, it's covered it's yeah. covered in rubies.
2: Isn't there also, like a, like, a hot milk vampire in Twilight?
0: She is, like, a hot milk vampire <laughs> from Twilight.
3: Yeah. Is it is it Renee? Uh, yeah.
0: Ren- yeah.
3: Or is it Esme? Because I remember the baby is named Renesme, and either Renee is... Bella's mom, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bella named her daughter a fusion of her mother's name and her her boyfriend and her husband's mother's uh, name. That's amazing. She fuses Renee and Esme to become Renesme.
0: Yeah, it's a good name, and it's a good baby. Um, So Cersei says that Sansa needs to prove her loyalty by writing some letters to her family saying that Ned betrayed the king and he's a bad man. And Sansa doesn't really want to, but she really wants to marry Joffrey and wants everyone to be okay. And she trusts Joffrey and she's like, he would never do anything to my dad, uh, which is true. And, and so she writes the letters and signs them mm-hmm. uh, to her brother, Rob, her aunt Lysa, her grandfather, Hostet Tully, uh, and to her mother. And then when she goes back to her room, Jane is gone. Um, uh, somewhere good, hopefully. And then uh, as she's drifting off to sleep, she's like, are you who? Yeah. And, and that's how the chapter ends.
3: Yeah, it's really sad. I do want to
1: say that, uh, Sansa, like, you know, pretty instantly thinks of a plan that would, like, to try and protect her family, and specifically Ned, um, you know, she yes. thinks, like, he yep. might have to go into exile for a couple years, but once I'm married to Joffrey, I can use, like, that <sighs> dynamic to get him to relent and let yeah. Ned either come back or, like, take the Black or something like that, and...
0: Yeah, Sansa remembers her political training, and she's like, this is the most diplomatic and probably oh. the easiest way I could maybe turn this around.
1: Yeah, this is all, like, incredibly... This is a great plan, uh, if you're only looking at the, like, system at play, and not taking into account the fact that they're, you know, one side is entirely
5: bad actors. So.
0: Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers, but it almost works.
5: Yeah. If everyone was playing by the rules, this would be a really good plan. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and it's another time where I'll say, if you think this letter that she's writing is, like, any kind of deal at all, it's actually, like, yeah, like what we said, this is an effort to try and protect her family. This isn't like, Sansa is really a Lannister. Like, fuck it,
2: die. This is a super minor spoiler, but uh, I love how in, like, a few episodes when uh, Kat reads that letter, she's like, oh yeah, she was
0: pressured to
5: write this.
1: Yeah, because anyone with a brain can fucking tell. <laughs> right, anyway, so
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> she's also 12, so why would she... Write diplomatic letters on your own, on her own. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's the other thing I uh, I want to point out is that the situation though. she's thrown into yeah. is like so fucking scary. Like for a twelve-year-old to be in front yeah. of Cersei and Varys and Littlefinger and Paisa uh, yeah. at the same yeah. time, uh, reading, uh, talking, yeah. talking her into doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just
0: like this. a room full of pedophiles. Dude, they
1: literally. You can tell that before they had her called in, they talked for like ten minutes about how they were gonna uh, gaslight her.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They they talk like they're they talk like they're reading a script. They're like, Oh, but a girl like this, we could never trust her. It's like
1: Yeah, but Littlefinger's going off script because he's a fucking creep.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like I would just like to interject. Um here is some horrible things that I've been thinking. Just, you know, okay, carry on. <laughs>
3: He's like, I'm just going to improvise a little bit in this, you yeah. guys. Uh, you just keep doing your regular thing. I'm just going to try, you know, I mean, I've been taking some improv classes. I'm going to try and free roll this just a little bit. The, the line about that makes that really jump out to me is the part where Sansa is like, perhaps if I might see my father, talk to him about, and then Varys immediately jumps in. Treason, nice. you disappointed <laughs> me, Sansa, yeah. the queen said.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, also, oh, go on. Oh, no, I am just going to say Varys is like, one of my favorite characters from from the standpoint of what the fuck is he up to, how yeah. intriguing! But like he he does objectively really suck.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, no, he does suck.
3: Um. Also, jumping back uh, to just to back to my chapter for because I forgot uh, <laughs> uh, uh, something. So I I didn't realize this until, like, my fourth read-through of this chapter, that Sirio does not, like, Sirio never says what do we say to the god of death? That's a Miltos original. Mm-hmm.
0: No, because it doesn't mean anything, so. It
3: doesn't.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if but you what do we it, say
3: yeah. to the god of death? I, I, now I don't know.
0: you say nothing. What, what god? There <laughs> is no god.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you meet the god of death, it's already too late, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. You say not today, you can't, yeah. you're dead.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> I, I also i think i started listening to uh the macro podcast where they watch paul blart what's it called to death do Us Blart. yeah before yeah. i uh i watched game of thrones the show so to me uh not today death is like a paul blart thing
0: <laughs> it, it's probably better being remembered like that
1: yeah sirio escaped the the fight because he got away on a segway
0: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> he's, 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 he's no he's zoomed out there on a hoverboard that's his persona. just like doing donuts
0: around Marin and
1: <laughs> hell yeah Alrighty. righty uh
5: any more thoughts about this one just fuck little finger
0: just that it is really horrible, but it does show a lot of sans's strengths, I think in one chapter. It shows i think all basically her entire character is summed up by this chapter, I think mm. um it has like her strengths, which are caring for people, being diplomatic, um maybe being able to read people a bit, maybe not a hundred percent but a bit.
1: This is like her climax.
0: I always remember all of this being like right at the end of the book, but there's still like a <laughs> yeah. substantial there's amount so much to go.
2: More. Yeah. yeah, we need to get back to the Danny plot, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah. There's, that.
1: Okay. Um, there's the like Rob plot too happens. So.
2: It's so weird how this book only has like three plots. It's got more than that. Like, it starts like all in one place and then it diverges into like three to five. Hmm. different places i guess that's interesting well, in the next books it's gonna be like twice or three times as many
1: so you wait you're saying that all the characters start off in winterfell when the king arrives and then they all kind of spread out after that and spread across <laughs> the world interesting yeah. it's possible uh winterfell is an egg all right anyway <laughs>
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so the next chapter is What if
2: Danny laid an egg and it was winterfell? <laughs> what if Danny laid like a really stinky egg, but like as a joke?
0: Uh, this is getting a bit deviant art for me, so let's move on.
3: <laughs> Please, it's not deviant art. It's just a Jotakak Dojin.
4: Okay.
1: I'll pretend I know what those words <laughs> are, so I can move on.
3: It's Jotaro and Kakyoin. God, do you, have, do you people have any idea what the fuck shipping is? <laughs> no.
0: Is that when? Is that when Amazon sent? Okay, never mind. <laughs> carry
2: on. I don't. I don't even know uh, JoJo ship names because it's like all canonical.
1: I thought JoJo was the ship name, and it's two gay guys named Joseph Joe. and Joseph.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good.
5: Joseph, pretty Joseph good. would ship yeah, ship him with himself. <laughs> ship him, probably.
2: With <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joseph cranks it.
0: Oh, oh, he does. Speaking
1: of cranking it, uh, uh, John chapter.
0: No, another character who masturbates furiously.
2: Does John crank it? Like, does the Night Watch allow that? <laughs>
5: <laughs> There's nothing in the house. So listen,
3: if the Nights Watch does not allow cranking, yeah. it, then the Nights cool. Watch is by by def- by necessity the the place where the most gay sex is happening in all of yeah. Westeros.
0: John John's hands are so cold that he can pretend it's someone else, and then he.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, okay. What happens in this dude? So, John 7, we start off, they have followed Ghost, uh, back to where he found his little present, uh, the hand that he'd gotten, and there's two, uh, dead bodies there that are former Night's Watch members, and they were men that were sent off with Benjamin Stark, and, uh, they look very white, but their hands are black, and they have blue eyes, and uh, it's normal. So, GR Mormons there, a couple of the. Uh, Jeremy Riker, who is acting for Stranger while Benjamin is away, a couple other dudes.
2: Jeremy Riker is my favorite ex giant bomb streamer, by the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. To me, Jeremy Riker sounds like, like a League of Legends streamer. <laughs>
1: well he's he's got a lot of promise i like him i'm really excited to see where he goes where his story goes in the book so you know we'll be following his career closely
5: I, o- I always have to think about Star Trek when I uh, when I read about uh, Jeremy Riker.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's uh, also yeah. pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to announce that I have no idea about any of the things that all of you referenced. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, one of them is this book series. It's called A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, it's pretty good.
1: All right. So basically, the scene is. There's two dead bodies and a, a bunch of the Night's Watch brothers standing around them, looking at them, going like, wow, that's fucked up, right? And they're, like, wondering how they died. Uh, they're really close to the wall. And Gior's like, what the fuck? Like, don't we search around these woods? Like, don't we have men, like, around here? Why didn't they hear any hunting horn or any horn get blown as a warning? This guy had one. How'd they die? Like... The one guy had an axe and the other guy looks like he died from an axe blow and all their blood is like frozen and uh so they like don't really notice that at first sam notices it uh after john does the like his one move where he forces his like sibling to look at something fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> a little call back to Bran's chapter uh, with mm. the Night's Watch beheading. Uh, yeah, but Sam notices that, like, they didn't die here, number one, because there would have been blood everywhere. It, like, it looks like the blood is really old because it's, um, like, dried up, but there's no mortification or, like, bugs on them at all. So that's weird. It, like, seems like they were killed recently because there were no bugs, but also it seems like they were killed a long time ago because the blood is dry. And it's really unnatural. So yes. uh, there's a line about, I think I already said this line, talking about Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 the, uh, the corpse, uh, the blood is um, described as iron worms in the pale flesh. Of the of the body because the blood has turned black.
3: So many animals exist in the body of a person. There's snakes in your tummy. <laughs> there's worms in your wrist. Yeah,
5: there are two wolves inside you.
2: It's like reverse furries. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to work that out.
4: <laughs>
2: you know, instead of like
5: a, a bunch of animals in a in a human suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> phase. Fur-
3: furry fandom is furry fandom is classically made up like every first that you ever see it's people doing like the, the, the horse mascot thing where there's two people in the bottom half two people, or two, there's a person in the bottom half a person in the top half
1: only it's like a bunch of worms and snakes yeah it's
3: <laughs> like it's like that it's like that, ki- it's like that kid from uh, wayside who was just uh, a ra- uh, a bunch of oh my in, uh, in, like, a bunch of I things. forgot about that
1: <laughs> they just keep t- keep taking off coats <laughs> yeah. fuck dude that book series was fucked up <laughs> yeah anyway nothing weird is happening here like that uh, <laughs> yeah they everybody is weirded out by them by these bodies somebody in the group says like we should burn them and like another person agrees and and john is thinking to himself like oh i I must be like crazy but this is oh hey. oh we lost her all right wait who did we yeah we lost chas <laughs> <laughs>
4: hopefully
1: she'll be back all right what the fuck was i talking about so oh there she what? hello
5: yep Yeah, she's back.
1: Have you come back to us as a whited corpse?
0: Yes. Yes, I I am back, but I'm different now. I came back wrong. Uh (laughs) My eyes are blue and my hands are black.
1: (laughs) Where was I? Okay, so John is thinking to himself that this is, like, this is other stuff. This is, like... This is like old man's tales
5: about, you know
3: And he says he says that like he feels like everyone else is feeling the same vibe but no one wants to give voice yeah. to it.
4: Yeah.
5: And and all the all the animals are like really really frightened and really creeped out by the by the bodies. Like the hounds the hounds yeah, I think are just like running away and the horses are not going near. Only only ghosts is kinda cool with them.
1: Right. They also noticed that neither of them had blue eyes, uh before, so that's normal. It's like whenever you're born with blue eyes and your eyes change, it's it, the same thing happens when you die, right? It goes back. I, I think yeah. so.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, hey, uh, is Othor pretty beaten up because he now he's black and blue.
1: Ah. Mm. <laughs>
3: <Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-b-> <laughs> That's. I'm certain that's something. I'm certain someone who's listened to this got a chuckle of that. No, no,
0: they didn't. Well, I appreciate your honesty. If you
2: got a chuckle out of that, please get tweet Please out write us. it.
5: <laughs>
2: Use the, the hashtag. Hashtag Sarah Funny.
4: <laughs> hashtag.
3: Hashtag tiger girl fat funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone's weirded out. Jior uh, decides that they should take them back and have Maester Eamon look at them with his eyes that work. So they it takes them a long time because the horses uh, won't carry them. So they have to like make little sleds to carry them back. They finally get back a little bit before they get inside the wall. Uh, Gior calls John and Sam over to him and says, like, "Hey, nice job. Gold star. They go inside, uh, I think at the wall, like, what's his name?: Bowen Bowen Marsh. Bowen marsh, yeah, I only his name has just been replaced by pomegranate in my in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a thing. It's, that's what they call him. the old pomegranate.
4: because
1: ah. his face is always red. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. And it's round, and also he is represents the the fruit of death, anyway he tells them that there's a letter waiting, and they like everyone's giving John looks as they walk inside because they all know about it, and eventually John finally gets inside to Gior's chambers and he tells him to pour himself some wine, and he says there's some bad news that line um he's like he's pouring the wine, and he says he's vaguely aware that he's like taking a long time on purpose. That's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, finally he sits down and he drinks some of the wine at Geor's command and he tells him that his father has been, like, arrested for treason. John is, like, pissed. He's, like, you know, denying it. He's uh, saying, you know, Ned would never be a traitor, but then a little thought in the back of his head is, like, well, he wasn't so honorable whenever he had sex. He's leaving Gior's Chambers, and all the, like, men around him are trying to give him some comfort. And uh, Donald Noise say, like, the gods be with you. And he's like, oh, they all know. And he's uh really messed up about it. He goes to the mess hall, and he's uh eating with his friends, but then he overhears. And his friends are being really nice and comforting. And Sam is like, he's my dad, too. And I'll go to and pray with you if you want. He just really wants to go pray with his boyfriend more. But John overhears Aliser, uh saying some rude things. And he jumps up on the fucking table and he uh, has his knife out and he kicks Alistair's bowl of soup away. And he's, like, about to fucking murk him. And all of his friends are, like, tackling him and, like, getting their arm around him and <laughs> holding him back. John is just, like, in a daze at this point. He's like dissociating. He doesn't know he, he's like thrown in his cell and they take his sword and dagger away. And uh Gior says like I told you not to do anything stupid. And John says I'm never going to sleep, but then he sleeps and he cries into his wolf pillow.
2: The thing Mormon says to him is uh I told you not to do anything stupid, boy, and to think I had high high hopes for you. <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
3: Oh oh, J or Warmont, do the do the Pete do the peat do the Mayor peat dance, J or Uh no.
0: Okay, I'll buy what's a primary?
3: What's What? I'm lost. <laughs>
0: Never mind.
5: You're not online enough. I just want
3: to say that this is definitely gonna be the longest
5: podcast episode I've ever been a part of. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's not even
5: close to a normal... Like like, we are like at halftime, yeah.
1: This is... I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're on track. We've, we're have we on our last chapter, yeah. and it's only two hours. And ten minutes of the first one was us clapping at the wrong time, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're back on the air now. What the fuck happens? Uh, John uh, takes a nap. He wakes up sometime later. It's really cold ghost is standing up and like scrabbling at the door trying to get out like he needs to pee or something i don't know it's not it's fine oh. he just needed to be yeah, yeah regular but it feels really cold john is like physically shaking like shivering that bad um he opens the door um which uh, is, uh, does this door not lock
0: i thought he was in prison jail
5: it was just, in, just at the house arrest oh, okay. with, a, with a guard before and in front of the door. Yeah.
1: Right. But that guard's fucking dead. That guard has his head turned all the way around. So, John... Yoga. John looks at him and he says, ooh, ouch.
3: Oof, ow, ouch, your bones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he... He takes the guard's sword, he, like, feels a little bit more sure of himself with the sword in his hand. He goes to, is, like, runs, I think he runs to the top of the stairs and, like, looks back, and John's like, well, okay, I guess I gotta go up there. He sees a figure that is, like, going into Gior's chambers, and he follows it up there, and it's really dark, the curtains are drawn, he, like, can't see who it is, and... Ghost basically just fucking goes in there and bites the shit out of him right away. And John is like, shit, I gotta go fucking save my dog. He edges around and, like, opens the curtains. And lo and behold, it's Othor, the guy that we thought was dead.
0: He's not. He's okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's okay. Uh, <laughs> he's got a wolf biting at him right now. But um <laughs> he's basically like, yeah, there's a zombie fight and, uh, it's pretty intense, there's, uh, he's, like, strangling Ghost, and John like, slashes at him, and gets, lets Ghost get free, and, like, I don't know, I don't want to give, like, a whole play-by-play of the battle, but, like, there's a part where, uh, he, like, slashes at Othor's face, and it cuts him deep, like, cuts off, like, half his nose, it's, like, right below the eyes, and... It doesn't do anything. Like, even though it was cut deep, it it doesn't bleed. It doesn't stop him at all. Othor just doesn't give a shit. And he cuts off his arm, and the arm is still moving and trying to grab at John's leg and crawl up it. And then it's like, tackles John, and he is, uh, shoving his hand inside John's mouth, and the hand is cold, and it's black, and it's really creepy. And then finally, Ghost helps him out and gets him off him. Gior appears, and he's like, he's naked from sleeping. <laughs>
5: he was cracking it. <laughs> 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 now we know. <laughs> there's a little, bit, there's,
3: like a, there's like a little bit of sticky resistance when John grabs the no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> do, what, do, you th- do, you, do you think that in Westeros they wash their hands after they jerk? No, they just wa- they just wipe it on a towel and hope for the best.
0: People in Westeros wash their hands for 20 seconds, just like everyone should.
1: <laughs> G- Gior sings the High High Hope song to himself as he washes his hands after he cranks it.
3: <laughs> Gior sings the High High Hope song to
4: Dick to jerk off. God damn it. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't need more than twenty seconds for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Gior, the reason he didn't show up right away is because he had to he had to finish, you know? So
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's relatable though. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Like oh there's a zombie fight going outside my room. Oh, hold on a sec. Oh. Uh, Wait. Oh, I'm almost there. All right. All right. okay i'm coming
0: <laughs> he's like yes that is that's exactly what i needed to finish
1: <laughs> all right geor is naked he's got a lantern uh john gets away from othor he runs over grabs the lantern throws it into the curtains uh and like dumps the oil out the like cloth goes up in the flame and he just fucking sticks his hand into it and throws it at othor and prays for it to burn. And that is where the chapter ends, right?
0: Yeah, he's yes. yeah. Yep.
1: So we don't know what happens.
0: Mm, John's dead.
2: Yeah. Yeah, probably. This was I think this was the last John chapter, right?
1: Yeah, this is the last John yeah. chapter for the series
5: and uh can,
0: can you imagine a chapter just ending with John dying? <laughs>
5: <laughs> that wouldn't happen. It's a bit sad that the that the whole like war plot is over now.
0: Yeah, it was quite quite interesting. Yeah. I
5: thought. Yeah, they, they beat they beat the whites though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whites.
3: You get two. <laughs> John, John and Jail Mormont standing in front of a victory achievement.
5: Mormont's still naked.
3: Is dick still hanging out.
1: Yeah, so pretty good chapter it's a it's a little bit longer but
2: it's on the longer end it's juicy yeah it's long and juicy like mormon's dick what'd you say nothing
5: i mean it's it's kind of two chapters in one because you first have like them uh uh them investigating the the dead bodies and then mm-hmm. you have to like kind of a time jump to what happens in the uh few hours later right
1: Yeah, it's basically like one thing is the the whites, and the other thing is uh, bad news bears. Bad news bear. That
3: yeah, that's true. He he is the bad news bear. (laughs) He he is the bear of bad news. He is.
0: Bad news bear is what Ned said to him when he was telling him his son was being so I, was- <laughs> <laughs> I I just I just
3: really I'm just really chuffed with the idea of like Ned Stark just thinking about the the Mormons and just being like those bad news
4: bears
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where where mormon Mormont uh has a heated gaming moment thinking about his son, and he says, "Oh, woman! If it hadn't been for that woman, my son wouldn't have sold those
5: poachers." <laughs> she, she made him do it. Yeah. He's telling
1: John about like duty and stuff, and how his place is here now, and that the things we love destroy us every time. And like, eh, mm-hmm. maybe eh, I don't know.
0: Maybe just don't, don't do slaves. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's not. Letting letting the wrong lesson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ghost fucking rules in this chapter.
0: Ghost rules every chapter. A good
3: ghost dog. goes psycho mode. Did we talk about the thing that John says? Is this anything too?
5: Yeah, that uh, that uh, ghost also has has red eyed eyes like the, oh, yeah. the Weirdwoods. Yeah, I think
0: yeah, yeah. He's red and white. Yeah,
2: I don't think that means anything though. eh nah. probably
5: nothing. It means
0: yeah. nothing. <laughs> It's just albinoism. Chill.
2: Yeah, trees get it and wolves get it. Exactly. It's just like that. hmm
1: And also sometimes deer, I guess. Because of the white heart that they were hunting.
4: Uh, oh, true. Mm, oh. Well. Yeah.
2: yeah, sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, Sam rolls again. He's like fucking CI, CSI, like, detective man here, even though he's scared shitless. It's pretty dope. Yeah, his
3: brain's huge.
1: It is. He, like,. Who trained... Like, this is just pure logic. Like, he fucking just figured this shit out.
3: Nobody taught him this.
4: He, so, he, he literally
3: spent... Just, he spent his childhood working out at the library. Yeah.
2: <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs>
3: While
1: you were studying the Blade, I was studying the book.
2: I would love to do just like a... To see just like a, a procedural show with Sam as a master detective. Hell yeah. Uh,
3: a Winterfell procedural drama.
2: Yeah.
0: That would be so good. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's already like an ace attorney murder mystery case, so I guess you just have different mystery genres at different parts of West They did. Exactly.
1: I mean they're trying to figure out who killed these two dudes. And yeah. uh mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, it must have been wildlings. They're like, Well, that's close to the wall and then they're like, Well, Maybe they were dragged here as a warning, and yeah. But yeah. also, they have blue eyes.
4: Hmm.
3: Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to ask. I'm just so. I'm just so confident that it doesn't mean anything that I'll just say that outright.
0: <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's fair to say that it means nothing.
1: I mean, in their defense, like. The others being the true culprit here is like if you were to pull like a surprise witness out that nobody knew, like
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like objection. It couldn't have been any living person, and then <laughs> you you bring in the new witness, and it's just a White Walker.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just just uh, updated the court record.
0: Yeah, I'll
3: do the autopsy mm-hmm. report.
5: I mean, that's basically what they did in the show when they had the meeting in King's Landing and brought in the, the White Witness. To the- <laughs> yeah. look, at, look at
4: this!
3: I'm so sorry to whoever edits who has to deal with my fucking hyena. Cat. No, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I learned, i I only know how to sh- my only the only way I know how to laugh is by just fucking shrieking at the top of my
1: lungs. You're just gonna let it out. Yeah. So, uh do you guys wanna move on to the myth section where I'm gonna decode uh Mormon's Ravens uh speech into uh uh never mind, I'm I'm kidding, that's a joke
0: hell yeah (laughs) i was i was actually getting kind
3: of excited for the for you decoding Mormon's ravens
1: people did that and like they were like oh it's like morse code or something or i don't know they tried to like
5: use the the corn code
1: yeah yeah and then they they brought it to john or to george and they were like is this anything and he's like no
3: that's that's rare right like george is not normally one to be like oh that's that's absolutely nothing yeah it doesn't happen a whole lot
2: the only thing he disowned was like benjamin coltans right
1: well that was we had to like sneak that out of him because that was like the editor's note that was in the uh manuscript that's in the like library of the manuscript place what's that library where they where they keep manuscripts and the like. His editor had written in like, is Benjamin cold hands, and then he'd written back, no. then,
3: then, then his editor wrote back and asked, is Benjamin cold hands?
1: <laughs> if only I, we can only hope.
3: We got high we got high high hopes for the for for Benjamin cold hands.
1: We've got high hopes for Benjamin finding love out in the cold north.
3: We've got high hopes for a lot of things regarding Benjamin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, my name has been Benjamin Kenobi. I guess uh, that's my nickname for today. Whatever. Because I really... Nice. I, I like the idea of, like, the way Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up in the first movie, and he's just like, they're in the desert wasteland, you know, only a big cold one, and he, like, shows up and chases the bad guys away from whoever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I haven't heard that name in ages because it's been like a year or three. I don't know. How long has it been? It's like a year for each book. Yes. It's been like five Is years. It?
4: Uh, he's been north of what? the
1: wall for like four years at least.
4: I
2: don't know. I've also been like, I, I've been misled because you started this Star Wars analogy and I thought you were going to ask how many years it has been this between the Star Wars movies.
1: Oh. Uh, nah. I don't know. It's getting to that time of the podcast where all our brains start to melt. I guess <laughs> all our brains
3: are to I have I have a 2 hour maximum and after that I I guarantee I make no guarantees about the quality of my podcasting.
2: Brain machine broke.
3: Do you guys want to talk about,
1: about plot stuff, spoiler stuff or myth stuff?
5: Yeah, I think we can move on.
1: Okay. Any There's plot spoiler stuff that I guess we could talk about like but
5: we will get to that
2: when we get to them. Yeah, is there like, any heavy foreshadowing besides like the hand thing? I guess. I don't know. What's with George and hands?
1: There's a lot of hands.
0: There've, there's a lot of hands. You ever hear Yoshikage
3: Kira? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think George probably yep. just keeps like a. Uh, George probably organizes his fingernails. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Fingernail you know, clippings, rather. Organizing your yeah. fingernails feels like just like. <laughs> This is just
5: you shouldn't have to do that, right? <laughs> they should be organized <laughs> by themselves.
3: Swapping my swapping my ring finger and thumbnail so that my, um, my fingernails go from shortest to longest. <laughs> from left to
4: right. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I support you.
2: It just broke I, me.
1: <laughs> I didn't cut my nails. I I can't stand when my fingernails get, like like a millimeter of white showing is too much. That's yeah. That starts to bother me.
2: Anyway... Yeah, it feels, like, weird to type on my phone when I have fingernails. I just, like... Uh, well,
3: okay, I think we should probably... <laughs> okay! <laughs> Podcast!
1: Podcast! Alright, alright, I got a couple of things here. Um, all right, bring, that th- bring the phone I got here. a couple of things here to ask whether uh, they are anything, and, uh... So... The first one is that during the coup thing, um whenever Ned has the, himself, uh, the four, uh, dudes from the council and his eight guards, that means he has a party of thirteen when he heads to the throne room. Um again, I have to like add the caveat that it's hard to say whether or not the thirteen makes him Knight's uh, King or Last Hero, because they have a lot of similar uh, symbolism, because I think that they're related. The opposite count is, like, a lot weirder. You can count Cersei, Joffrey, and Five Kingsguard as seven, but also Sandor, Tommen, and Marcella are there, so I can't really declare anything there. Um, Cersei is wearing uh, sea green clothing with lace-like foam. Um, and this is language that lichens hurt, uh, Aphrodite or Venus. Um, and there's other times where they do this. Uh, Danny also gets language like this. And the reason for that is because the, like, lunar figures, Venus's, uh, like, mythology has, and symbolism has been, like, transferred onto, uh, the moon once it's hit by the Lightbringer comet, you know, Lightbringer is another name for Venus. Once it's in, it falls to Earth like Venus does. Uh, whenever Venus, like, falls into the ocean as... Whatever, God's sperm or whatever. I, I don't remember that myth. It's fucked up.
3: But... Uh, god busted into the ocean. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> the, the, um... what? Well, what's... Oh my god, what was the fucking shit called? Like, back primordial soup. Yeah. That, <laughs> <the> yeah. Primordial <laughs> soup was just God nut. The LCL.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean,
0: I mean, in a lot of Assyrian mythology, it is definitely god. Yeah,
1: we should have we should have an episode where I just talk about the symbol, like the symbolic parallels between NGE in this series there's so much like there's the two moons
2: only if you let us have a a funko pop review episode
0: (laughs) we we will do both the funko pop review episode and the twilight (laughs) cross
1: yes all right well then i have to match you your two with nge and dark souls all
0: right
1: okay uh so, yeah, anyway, just like keep that in mind that, um, lunar characters get Venus mythology associated with them, um, because George made the moon fall to Earth like a Venus figure. So the next thing is, like I was saying with, um, Azor High and Last Hero having a lot of similar symbology, the iron worm in the pale flesh, uh, in the like in the white's body an iron worm i mean that's like that can be literally just a dragon like a worm is a dragon um and it's a black dragon that's locked inside pale flesh this is another dragon locked in ice image is what i'm saying
3: uh specific not to run counter to you but if my if my memory serves worms are specifically non-flying dragons aren't they um maybe i don't know Owned owned with facts and logic.
0: <laughs> I mean some, sometimes they would just be a dragon. It's like an old term for a, for a specific uh, dragons in like areas. And is also the origin of my last name. Yes, continue. Nice.
1: George also uses uh like a snake as that too, or a horse or you know, there's other things like it doesn't have to be a wingling dragon for the symbolism to be there. Um and so the dragon locked in ice. It's the same thing as the white's burning cold eyes. Um, they're cold and they're blue, but they're also burning. There's like this fire, kind of associated with it. And that's what the dragon locked in ice is. Is that like, they're icy beings. The others are, but they're they have some kind of internal fire. And that's because they're children of Night's King slash Azor who is like a dragon person and a solar figure? So there, you can look at them as you can look at Night's King's seed inside the like womb of Night's Queen as the dragon locked in ice, also, <laughs> which is what John is.
0: is. pretty hot.
1: So, um, whenever John is fighting the uh, Othor, Othor waited. White man. His uh, his face is described as like a moon, and it's white, and it's got the blue star eyes in it. So
0: Otho sounds like other.
5: Yeah, I, I just thought the same. Like we have an other named Otho, and we have a dragon named Drogon in this scene.
0: George is being subtle with the name. Yeah,
5: absolutely. You just switch
1: a put an O in there.
0: <laughs> just put an O. Just put an o in it. That's what show Tyrion does when he's saying Sansa's name.
1: Sonsa, Senosa, Sons, Sonsa,
2: Sonsa, Salsa starch, Salsa starch,
0: Salsa, Salsa starch.
2: What if it was Martin Alter King? Uh,
0: ah, yeah. all
1: right, okay. What's um, the nickname there? So John would be the U.S. government here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> we can we can look at Othors face as the existing moon that's in the sky right now. So this is like prophetic basically. So John strikes Othors face twice. One is with the sword. It puts a crack in Othors face and that's like how I've said before uh the fire moon whenever it explodes. One of its um, meteors, which are all now Lightbringer symbols, like, you know, they're meteors, but they're like the comet too. One of them impacts the ice moon and puts a crack on its face and gets lodged in there. That's the dragon locked in ice. So that's the first strike on the face of the white moon that still exists. And the second one is whenever John throws the oily, like, soaked... Curtains at it and sets it on fire, and that's what it takes. Like, two. So, there was the one in the past, the moon was already wounded in the past, and then sometime in the future, it's going to get hit again and explode and cause another no- long night.
3: Uh, not to, not to, um, sorry to, uh, keep undercutting you. I'm just, I, I, no, please. I think that the, uh, the implication of that statement is that Othor was slowed by that cut to the face, and then, like, the final blow was him burning, whereas to me, that, like, the, they could have just hacked and slashed at him forever and not really done anything unless they managed to dismember him. Right. And burning him was really the only way they actually got it done, as opposed to the, like, the, 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 getting the blood flowing and then finishing the job. Well, the blood isn't flowing, and that... Yeah, he well, kind of... not literally, not literally blood. blood uh, okay. Yeah, I should I should have chosen different words, but yeah. like get you know, do it, get it, striking the first hit and then finishing the job, as opposed to like they they could not figure out a way to wound him and then they just burnt him to death. Right. But well, he also chops off his arm. I, I could be but, wrong. Um, that's true. He does chop off his arm. You're not wrong. Yeah.
1: So I, I'm I'm not even saying that. The f- the first cut didn't slow Othor Thor down. It didn't do anything. So like, yeah, you're, okay. you're right that like he could have kept slashing at him, but he only makes one slash on Othor's face, which is called a moon. That's what does happen. And then he sets the whole thing okay. on fire. So okay. that's why I'd... there's right. there's a similar scene whenever Sam uh fights the whites at the uh it's whenever he's with Gilly. He uh it's the whited small Paul and it's the same image where uh, small Paul—I don't know if small Paul's face is described as moonlike—but he and Sam are like face to face, and it says that um, small Paul's face was filling the world. So that's like mm. that's like if you're at the meteor's point of view as you approach the moon, and he tries to punch him in the face, and that does nothing. And then he takes a coal from the fire and shoves it into the White's mouth, and that's what does it. So it's like the same two-hit schema repeated. Uh, hey, do you guys want to talk about how the Whites um, seemingly knew exactly where to go and who to attack?
0: Yeah, that was interesting. I did note that actually. What was that? Hmm. Interesting how he's going for John specific. Oh,
1: well, he's going for gior
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and the other one, I think, goes for it kills Jeremy Riker. I don't remember exactly if they said it was going directly for him.
3: R.I.P. Jeremy. What a, what a tragic we we lost we lost Huller we lost we lost Jeremy Riker.
2: We lost Fat Tom.
3: We lost Fat Tom. I'm actually like I, the other two were a joke. I'm actually sad about Fat Tom. Yeah,
5: Fat Tom <laughs> was good.
2: Yeah. He, we also lost Kane and Varley. Varley, thank you. Yeah.
5: Him. Like, the, the moment they were mentioned, we lost them.
2: No, we yeah. had them in a previous chapter. But we were just really? making fun of their names, so...
5: <laughs> we lost author twice. Yeah.
2: Huh?
1: Poor Othor. All we knew about him was that he was singing a body song as they left.
2: Author, I barely even knew her. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's end this. <laughs> and I see if anything else.
1: I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts about that stuff?
2: I don't have thoughts anymore.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to find, like, any any theory or or foreshadowing stuff, but these chapters are really, like, straightforward and just, okay, here's plot, 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 plot. Mm -hmm. And there's no, like, weird prophetic dreams or something like that. It's just a lot of stuff happening.
2: The part where Ned gets... uh, Taken away is foreshadowing that he's gonna be in jail in the next
5: chapter.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there is um yes. yeah, when it's in Arya's dream, uh whenever they're they're in the crypts and uh John's a ghost and Arya punches him and whenever whenever John's assassinated the first like stab is uh described as Bowen Marsh punching him. So it foreshadows his death and like, you know. Besides him just being a ghost in the crypts, he also that action is the
4: same.
5: Yeah, I mean, like uh, John, John himself had a had a dream about uh, the crypts in, I think the first chapter, here, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind oh, of oh, a, oh. a parallel to. Yeah.
3: Uh, important thing we skipped over uh, that was brought up in the book chat. Um, hey, when did John find out that uh, Nymeria and Lady aren't oh, yeah. around anymore?
1: Yeah, I asked that. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I don't remember it explicitly saying that he got word in a letter or whatever.
3: Yeah, like he wouldn't like like the, like they would not send a raven for that. No. I don't think.
5: I mean, they like, he got the raven when when Bran woke up. So maybe there was more in it of like, oh, this happened in the last few weeks, also. I think from timeline-wise, the, the whole there's plenty of uh, time. thing of the King's Throat was...
3: That yeah. does math out. Yeah, yeah. But also... Yeah. Also, but... But.
1: What if? Yeah. What I if? mean, what if? it works for me either way. There, like, There's plenty of time for him to have gotten a letter that we didn't know about, but it also would be fun if it was George planning seeds for uh, him subconsciously. It's way cooler to think
5: it's Wolf Dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can close it with that. Or any any thoughts you want to get out?
1: I have this whole thing with Loras that it relates to the, like, cold blue eye thing. Oh, okay. Because I already identified the the sapphires on Loris's armor as stars, but because there's blue specifically and Othor's eyes, I think, are called blue as sapphires, I, like, took a second look at it and I was like... 'Cause even the first time we read it, the fact that he his coloring is silver and blue and he's got a bunch of blue flowers. So like he's definitely still like a green man, but he's like an icy cold green man, which makes me think that he's not a Zorahai who has stolen the green man mantle. He's the original green man like that was stolen from and shoved out of the Weirwood net to become the others. Hi, quick editor's note from Manuel. Um, I forgot to mention in the scene where Loris asks Ned if he can go after Gregor that he is wearing pale blue silk and that Ned tells him, you know, that he's going after vengeance and the others are pretty obviously these like vengeful spirits and that also later loris goes on to become a king's guard so just a couple other details that reinforce this idea all right bye fuck so sandor on horses jamie which is like taking down the sun and gregor who's like also shares the same meteor cloud of ash symbolism takes down the, all the stars which are the old gods um, like the original old gods who became the others, according to the theory. So, Gregor falls first off his horse, which is like the meteor hand- hitting, but then he walks over and knocks Loris off the horse with his sword, which is like him taking the stars out of heaven, which is like taking the others out of the Weirwood net. So, yeah. I think that's it. Nice. Yeah. Alright. Well.
0: let
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck sure.
5: Fuck Jora! Fuck Littlefinger! Fuck Jora! Little fuck, fuck twelve! Yeah.
0: That was a very bad ending. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you to our guest Do you Helena plug anything while you're here?
3: I'd love to. Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Sunhatzhenya. That's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Um, my account's currently locked, but I should probably open it back up. Considering I locked it to find a job, and then I found a job so congrats congrats thank you yeah Uh, i was supposed to i was supposed to start it today but i didn't (laughs) that got pushed back indefinitely uh but uh so if you want to find me else on other podcasts i do fear baiting which is a horror movie podcast uh i also do the wonder yerks which is an animorphs reread podcast uh and that's the wonder yerks y-e-e-r-k-s uh, that's an Animal Free Read podcast I do with my friends. And I also do Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die, the leftism podcast made by, for, and of the Terminally Online. And nice. I think that's everything. Join the Discord.
0: Yeah, join the Discord.
3: Join Did Pika.
2: you do like some speedruns?
3: Oh yeah yeah I do god um I also have a Twitch channel twitch.tv/sunhajenya uh same as my Twitter uh I haven't streamed in about a week so I'll probably do for one like tomorrow or Wednesday Nice um yeah
1: come to the pigot discord so we can poison your brain with cersei pregnant memes
4: <laughs> it's
1: Cersei good. what
0: Grigante. Oh okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cersei was bon honkaloose Uh-huh
0: <laughs>
4: Uh.
3: Yeah. Hold on, I, also, I I I I um I watched Coraline last week for the first time for a fear baiting and you remember how movie. there's that character in that movie who just has huge behaga badoos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The world's biggest Besonga doings. That's yeah.
3: true. Uh Cersei anyway, Cer- anyway, Cer- was anyway, Cersei was bullying
0: That's true.
2: Dang Cersei, you're Bobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna plug my island on Animal Crossing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to so yeah.
2: Come visit me sometime.
0: If you're listening to this, please listen to my Scooby Doo podcast. Fred says fuck. Also, <laughs> it's called Fred Says Funk on SoundCloud because iTunes are cowards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very, it's a lot of fun, and um, we did an episode on Scrappy that was really good, and um, we're going to be doing a special on Scooby Natural soon. So fun.
1: All right, I gotta go bake some bread. I'm <laughs> okay.
3: I gotta go bake right. this. I gotta go bake myself with this joint that
2: I rolled about a half
4: hour
5: ago. <laughs> nice. Well, enjoy.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and listen to, listen to Age of Pods. Uh, just oh yeah, yeah. A new Age episode. of Pods. Uh, age we just pods started yet. Illinois, which is his famous album. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be some gems in. Hell yeah! Uh, Future episodes such as Chicago or Kazimierz Pulaski Day. Uh, So yeah, it's Edge of Pods with a Z. I'm
1: becoming Chicago in my
3: mind.
0: (laughs) Okay, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.
3: Going to Judas in my mind, in my mind. Okay. Fuck Jorah, fuck
5: Littlefinger. Right. Goodbye. Fuck Jorah, fuck, fuck Littlefinger. Well. Fuck Jorah. Super funny. <laughs>
4: Death Bye. to child
1: traffickers. <laughs> Bye.